0: Welcome back to another episode of the Unto Folly podcast, the only podcast that's team Jacob. I'm Alejandro.
1: And I'm Ivan.
0: And hello. (laughs) (laughs) What a build up. (laughs) Uh, Hello and welcome. Uh, What's going on? How's your week been?
1: Oh man, this week's been busy. Yeah. This week's been busy. I'm a little tired. Um, We had our confirmation one retreat um, this last Saturday. And uh, that's why we couldn't record on Saturday. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's your fault. It's my fault. But it was for the children. For so the children. For the children. Hey. Careful children. It's a lot of sodium. <laughs> <laughs> Care for but it was a good retreat. I mean, um, uh, you know, the kids really had fun and they really enjoyed it. Um, we had, you know, some talks for them. We had, uh, you know, some time in prayer. Um, they got really into nine square uh, oh, real? Uh, yeah, there are a bunch of savages really? in nine square. Yeah, it was nah, we'll I'll put the hands on them in nine you. square. The, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course.
0: <laughs> Wait, do you guys have a nine square like court?
1: Uh, we use tape. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. We just did it. You know, nine squares. <sighs> oh, that sounds so fun. It was pretty tight. Cause whenever like there was free time, all the kids would run outside and play. Yeah, but uh, it was dope. It was a really fun experience. Dang. And yourself? That's what's up?
0: Um, what did I do this week? This week, uh kind of same, it was pretty busy. Both jobs are kind of kind of busin'. Um what was our Wednesday event? Oh, it was really busy because it w- we did uh praise and worship. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um so I have this thing that uh I I like doing worship, but I hate playing. Fair enough. Um partially cuz I'm lazy, partially cuz uh I don't yeah. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. It's mostly cuz I'm lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh of <laughs> And so when I was on net, I I had to suck it up and start playing a lot more. So this past Wednesday was the first time that I actually led while playing. So like I was, I was the leader of the band, which was a a huge, it was a huge main character moment there. Like at least, at least it was for me. Probably not a big deal. You know,
1: (laughs) major character development, major (laughs)
0: character development for me. It was a ton of fun. It was was stressful because we had practice and all that stuff and learning, uh, songs and blah, blah, blah. But, it was a blast. It was really fun. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of the, the big thing. And so that kind of took up a lot of a lot of my week is preparing for that. And uh, what else? And then just kind of work at my other job. Um, I've been doing a lot of unnecessary research about um, bartending. Nice. And bourbon. Nice. So don't tell my Exodus 90 people. Yeah, oh, they won't they- know. They can't listen to this. Oh, facts. Yeah. Oh, but they're going to be so mad. Why? After the fact. After day ninety. On day ninety one, they're gonna listen to Because they're this gonna one. listen to all the all the yeah. episodes.
1: Yeah, and they're gonna be like, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> You're a phony. You're a fake. I trusted you. <laughs> you were my brother. You're Supposed to bring balance to the force, <laughs> not leave it balance in darkness.
0: To the exodus group. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was that was fun. Uh and then we just had like our huge band. There's just like a bunch of people that wanted to to help in sing and stuff like that. Oh so really? Like, was huge. It's it fantastic. It's so much fun. And uh, Hillsong United's coming mm-hmm. here. Turns out it's the thirty first. I think.
1: Yeah, I remember because was it you that put it in the chat? I did. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah. was just like, <clears throat> like what? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday. It is a Thursday. It is a Thursday. But just like two not not Thursdays this Thursday. Fun. Yeah. But yeah,
0: they're coming with Chris Tomlin, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun.
1: Do you like Chris Tomlin? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Hmm.
0: I mean. How Great Is Our God,
1: that's that's Chris Tomlin. Yeah, but Chris Tomlin normally steals music from everyone else. Does he? Yeah, like he'll he'll take a song and then he'll like add a verse and then just kind of say it's his. Well, yeah.
0: Then it makes it Chris Tomlin's. I I guess. (laughs) But how fire is that verse that he adds
1: though? It's not that great. Really? Yeah. I disagree. Also, I don't really like his voice. Really? Yeah, it's kind of. He has like a high voice. Yeah, it's like really pitchy. Really? I think so.
0: I think I think he has a voice that sounds good during worship because you can hear it all the time because it's so high. It's fair. Yeah, and he just kind of flies across everybody. That's <laughs> vocally. So. <Just> soars on <laughs> he eagle's just soars. wings. Uh, and he will raise. You. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to a probably one of the most beautiful. Funeral masses. That oh, we both yeah. Went. yeah. That was yeah, really yeah. beautiful. That was great. Of uh, one of my friends' grandmas. And man, I was like, man, it's so good to be Catholic. I was like, this is just beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, snap.
1: Yeah. Bishop Gordon gave a fire homily. Yeah, he did.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Bishop Gordon. Um. Other than that, anything else?
1: Uh, There's a war going on, I hear. I also hear. That's that's tough. That that's is uh, tough,
0: dude. I don't know. Just
1: pray for the people in Ukraine. Should we talk about that? I mean, I don't really feel qualified to talk about that, but but we, that's exactly what podcasters do. Though. Oh, fair enough. So let me tell you what.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair. I don't know. I think like well, being on Exodus, like one of the questions is like, well, how much how much research is unnecessary mm-hmm. to know about what's happening in Ukraine? And I was like, well, why do you need to know what's happening in? ukraine that doesn't affect your ability to pray and fast yeah and like you're right and i was like there's nothing i can do by just knowing more right you know i mean all i you, guess it's good but
1: all you know is that they need your prayers <laughs> oh yeah it's like that's
0: it just that
1: well it's crazy because like dude there's like a bunch of like bishops and priests and stuff that are like busting a mission to go in there and like like rescue like these orphan children and stuff dang yeah uh, Matt Frad. Matt Frad went over there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to help cause there's like a priest that he knows that was doing that and he's just like, I'm gonna go help you. Dang. He, he like he funded everything like by himself and he's just like I'm coming.
0: That's time. Yeah. That's sick. That's sick. So yeah, just praying fast. I don't know. That's all that's the only answer I got, you know? That's fair. Uh or we just crusade. I don't know it's been a while since we've done it's one. It's been, you know? been a while. I like mean...
1: About that time, I think. It
0: might be about that time. <laughs> third one? Round three? No, there's already been a third one, hasn't there?
1: Really? Yeah. I thought there was just, like, two major ones, and then... Is it? I don't know. I'm not I a history so. major. Neither am I. I feel like there's definitely more
0: than three, though. I guess, like, maybe unofficial. I don't know, but, I mean, we're ready. We're ready for...
1: Especially the the Exodus guys. You guys have been training Mm -hmm. this entire time.
0: Yeah, we're ready for the remix. (laughs) Crusade.
1: Crusade remix. Remix. (laughs) We're ready, bro. Oh man. Uh
0: we have to do it with swords though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's respectfully. Right. You guys are gonna be like Jedi's. Like you guys will be deflecting bullets off your sword. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just saying. There's nothing more intimidating. Imagine that though. You win a war right now with like swords. Like that has to be God on your side, right? Like there's no other explanation. Yeah. Like you has have all be. you have these tanks and nukes, and you just a group of guys walking in there with like these swords from the Stab Middle a Ages. Tank. Oh my Stab <laughs> a It tank. just explodes. Well, we just need bigger swords. There's <laughs> <laughs> some great swords. For, for a tank, we just need my, just just bigger like a, swords. A giant cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> Great, well That's that that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh, Cool We're terrible people um. So,
0: <laughs> this episode is called Crazy in Love Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, 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 oh Banana Banana uh, 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 mm, uh, Banana? banana?
1: <laughs> there you go What does it say? Uh, I think that is what it says Banana? It has to be What else could it be? I don't know What else is sounds like banana? Uh, Banane banana.
0: Yeah, yeah. that probably is banana. Probably is banana. It has to be banana. Yeah, Beyonce.
1: Come <laughs> Let <on>. us know. <laughs>
0: Let us know. Let us know in the comments, Beyonce.
1: Let us know in the comments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the the opening question. Uh, well, you know, a little bit of preface is is talking about you know the the craziness that comes with living a Christian life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we'll talk about like multiple aspects of it and you know all that stuff. But opening question is, talk about a time. When you realized the Christian life was crazy, uh you had a moment when you took a step back and asked, What is my life? Hmm. What is my life? What is my life? Do you have something in mind? Uh then I can go. You go, you what go you first. Think? You go first. Um, so obviously like when I was a, a missionary, there's was, that was a constant thing, mm-hmm. right? Where especially you just not being a part of the I wasn't I just wasn't plugged into the net culture at all, like beforehand. And so I'm like, how would what, what is even going on right now i'm like i cannot believe this is my life so like all of that um obviously when you're a, you're a missionary you experience that a ton um like you know we went whale watching at some point i don't know god provided like god treated us well with our host families like it was crazy we went whale watching we got put on a train along the coast it was crazy um so obviously all those moments for sure but i think the one that I immediately thought of was after I was a missionary. I might've already talked about this, but, um, I think it became, it was just so much more like surreal when it was happening in like the, <laughs> in the real world. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so me and one of my friends, we, uh, we hung out with this guy after the 7 p.m. mass at Newman. And he was, he was Mormon. Uh, he was re- baptized Catholic, but, um, you know, was a practicing Mormon. And we, I don't know, he just was had straight away from his faith and just came back to the church, didn't know why. And we're just asking questions and he's a really cool guy. And so he's like, well, let's go get some food after. Let's go to Chinatown, let's go get some Chinese food. Uh, we went to Big Wong's. Mm, shout so, out to Big Wong's. Shout out to Big Wong's, fantastic place. Um, And so we're just like answering questions and just having like fun conversation as well. And uh, he just ends up bringing up how like he has, uh, he's, he's lactose intolerant. Uh, lactose and talented lactose and talented and uh, because and there's like some some like story that like his sister got involved with some uh like Santa Muerte stuff mm. and that he like broke a statue and after that like he got in some sort of like he had like some sort of accident and it, it affected like his digestive stuff so he couldn't he couldn't like he had issues digesting like other stuff right like um maybe gluten some, some other stuff like that and so I don't know we just had conversations about that and then he was like maybe they're like like you know related and i was like well
1: <laughs> if they
0: are i mean let's pray for it yeah so and if they are you know demonically influenced uh then maybe it'll go away and so we literally just like start praying over him at big wongs yeah and uh, and, and yeah and he was like like what do i do and i was like uh just nothing. Just sit there and open your hands. I guess I don't know. <laughs> and it was definitely one of those moments where, like, as we were praying, it was it was one of those moments. I was like, what What is even,
1: what's happening? Like, right what now? is happening in my <laughs> life right now? I'm
0: praying over a guy in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, is like nobody cared that was there. Yeah, nobody. Like, <laughs> the employees didn't care. Yeah. they just wanted us to leave at that point because they were ready to close. No one was just like, what are these
1: people doing? Yeah, they just
0: didn't care at all. um And it was just I don't know. It was one of those moments that it's just like man what <laughs> this is this is awesome yeah uh but i was just like man this is just so not normal right uh, and we prayed over him uh and, and that was really really cool and that whole night was just kind of a, a shenanigan which was just really funny he ended up locking his keys in his car yeah and just shenanigans ensued and we hung out it was it was a good time but um yeah definitely one of those moments i was like what is, what is even? <laughs> this is hey this is awesome yeah but uh yeah after the fact i was like what do you how did they even, how did that even happen? Um, and then update, mm-hmm. I found out um, that he was cured.
1: He can eat cheese. And, he can and, eat cheese. And like bro. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang.
0: Yeah, it was wild. It was nuts. Yeah, yeah, And we were praying over him. I was like, eh, maybe something will happen. Who knows? Uh, and then I just forgot about it. Yeah. And then I found out after and I was shook. I was so shook. Dang. Um, so I was like, wait, you can eat cheese now? He's like, yeah. And I was like, prove it. Eat cheese right now.
1: <laughs> so. Dang, well, you know, you know what's crazy? Um, there, when I, there was one year when I was at, um, Mount Angel, uh, for seminary and like, I fell like, um, like really bad playing basketball. Like I felt right on like my tailbone and like, like I, like there was such a crazy pain, like on my lower back. um like, I eventually just kind of laid there for two hours, <laughs> like, on the, like, the gym floor off to the side while oh, everyone else court. kept playing basketball. Shoot. And uh, I was, like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then eventually, <laughs> like, I mustered up the strength to, like, get up and, like, uh, like you know, go back to my room. Yeah. But, like, you know, eventually, like, I told myself, like, oh, like, it was just, like, I just need to ice it and it would yeah. get better. And, like, it would not get better. And, like, that's why, like, I stopped, like, um... Uh, like going to the gym because like I, I couldn't like mm. I couldn't I couldn't do anything and um, it was getting close to uh, like COVID hitting yeah which is uh, around the time I got diagnosed with uh, depression so that was mm. really funny and um, for whatever reason like I uh, I missed a Sunday mass with the community that morning because uh, I slept in or something And I was like okay I'm gonna go to one of the local churches this evening yeah and I go to St. Joseph's uh, Catholic Church in Salem um and to my surprise like it's like a healing mass and uh it like right afterwards like people stayed after mass to like pray and um you know afterwards i went up to like the guy and like i told him what was like what was i going through and and i was was, like dude i have this pain in my back that like if like it it freaking hurts (laughs) (laughs) um, like it hurts to like sit down it hurts to like stand back up yeah and he's like all right man well let's pray uh and like we just started praying, and like I'm closing my eyes, and I wake up on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What in the world?" Outside of the Catholic world, that's like, yeah, what the concerning. heck? Yeah. <laughs> but man, like I felt like so good. Like, yeah, I like got up, and I was like, "Oh dang! Like this is it's nice. This is what's up." <laughs> Um, and uh, after that like my back was just kind of like oh this is not bad at all you know yeah Um, but like if for a moment I'm just kind of like what the what I remember like because afterwards I just went and I sat in my car for a little bit I'm just like hello. well that was weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah I think it's, it's interesting that you like your your mind kind of went there is that like when we both saw like God's glory
1: yeah in a way like we were like we're like what is this right and that's in a very you know kind of like extreme sense right right um but like the other time that it came to mind was uh when we were at um what was that place at uh, uh downtown summerland uh, that we had coffee at zaba's so mexican Z- grill no no
0: that we had coffee at
1: yeah it was for our bible our bible oh study. makers and finders makers and finders and like there was a guy that came up and was just like hey we like what are you guys doing? not you mind your business? <laughs> Don't you mind your business, loser. Imagine. <laughs> like having a Bible study. Hey,
0: what are you, hey, just curious, what are you guys doing? Mind your business,
1: huh? <laughs> Minding our business, what are you doing? <laughs> but he came, he was just like, dude, this is cool. Like, this is really cool. And like for, in a sense, like, you know, yeah. like we were like, you know, having a Bible study, like in a restaurant. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah like yeah, around
1: yeah. a ton of people. And like, this guy like felt compelled to like, just come up and be like, like, yeah. wow, this is, like hey, this is really awesome. It's kind of nice. <laughs> nice. it's kind of nice. Pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: any any time we've done stuff like that in public, I think there was also. Oh yeah, there's this time. So, um, so as a missionary on net, you would get like um like uh, team days where you can like do mm-hmm. fun stuff, right? Yeah, you'd get one every every week, and so because we're in California, we try to do all the California stuff, right? So I was like, "Well, we could go to Venice Beach." This was during COVID, and this is before I knew Venice Beach was like, it was like, it was, I don't, know, it was bad. It was bad. In, it was bad during COVID. It looks like the end of the world over there. Oh, dang! During COVID, it did. I don't know if it still does, but a lot of California looks like the end of the world. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, and so we're like, "Cool, yeah." There's like a little like beach, is like the walkway and the shores, and then I did have to give him a talk. I was like, "All right, just don't, don't be scandalized. Mm-hmm. Just don't get scandalized. Just yeah." Just- <laughs> Just keep moving just don't do it just don't <laughs> let that happen to you you know um and uh but yeah i don't know it was, it was interesting because a group of 13 people all look different uh different colors and uh it's but, like a box of crayons yeah yeah <laughs> and so naturally people would just come up and me like what are you guys
1: <laughs> uh. And, uh, and so that
0: that was happening a lot and Um, again, there was that one girl on my team that was always praying with somebody and be like, where the heck did she go? (laughs) And she's like, oh, she's over there praying with this lady. And he's like, ah, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, but that's probably the first time that like, there was one, one young guy who came up to us and I think he was like homeless. Um, and, uh, yeah. And he was just kind of like, what, what are you guys? Uh, and he just started, I don't know. And just, we just started talking about religion. Like yeah. there was no like there was no like I think once he found out we we're missionaries, like there was no like a barrier. He was like he's like, I'm pretty convinced on the Catholic Church, like logically, but I just don't get it. <laughs> and I was like, Why well, don't you but get it? I don't get it, he it like, logically. Just, <laughs> he was like, I just don't under I just don't understand. But like it makes all it makes all it makes sense. It's the one that makes the most sense logically. Yeah. And then so I was like, What well, you don't get is it, Jesus. And he was like, I don't know. And so we essentially just kind of walked with the guy and gave him the the charisma. Of I just told him about like you know believing in Jesus that like, you can understand all this like in your head right mm-hmm. uh, but it was crazy same thing we prayed with the guy and uh, uh, and again definitely was one of those moments that like it was like what the heck is going on yeah just praying with this guy on the street Venice <laughs> <Yeah. his> Beach <laughs> and uh, but again you know nothing no, I don't know I mean who knows where where he is now and you right. know, when I think of him I'll, I'll definitely pray for him like I pray for him when I think of him but. I, I don't know. It was just like those moments that like after the fact me and my friend were like, That was crazy. Yeah. Uh great. And then you just like
1: cool 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 <laughs> cool <laughs> cool cool.
0: Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's it's nuts, man. Like yeah. it's I think we, we get lost in like the mundane of it all, but yeah. Like you know, these little moments that you're just like, Oh shoot, like oh, shoot dang. What is happening? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And I realize how un how not used to like public evangelization That and how powerful it is when Catholics do that more. Right. You know, there goes my book. There goes your book. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think, you know, our Protestant brothers are much better. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but, uh, but yeah, any other thoughts? No. Any other thoughts? So one of the things that when I, when I thought about this episode idea, there's a song by Chance the Rapper that I, or Chance the Crapper. Mm. No, Chance the Rapper. He's he's okay. Chance, um, the chance the Dancer. Chance the Dancer. Chance the Dancer.
1: Chance the Prancer.
0: Chance Prancer. And so he, for those who don't you know, know about Chance the Rapper, he's a Christian, uh, has made like Christian albums and stuff like that. He's also made like very secular music, so he's kind of a mix of both, right? Mm. Um, but I think he's one of the Christian rappers that, um isn't corny. <laughs> they, he enough. just like makes music that he he he, he likes. He likes and yep. he's not trapped in the the box of being a Christian rapper. But um this is one song that he has called, I think it's called The Big Day. And that entire album is about him getting married. Right? Because his entire big deal of him going from being a playa to being married and understanding of his marriage as a covenant. Like like he has like very direct lyrics about this is a covenant. Like we give the glory to you, God, one limit, true God, you know, the um, mm-hmm. Wu God, you know. Um, and and so there's a song called The Big Day, um, which I listened to it. A lot of people didn't like it. Uh, but mm-hmm. when I listen to it, I, I recognize how much Christian truth is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It, uh, yeah. And so, like, the lyrics are like, I can't I can't believe it. This is the greatest day of my life. Uh, so glad you arrived. Uh, and he's like, but the only way to survive is to go crazy. It's like, can't believe it. This is the greatest day of my life. So glad you arrived. But the only way to survive is to go crazy. Weird. Kind of weird lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's talking about his marriage, right? Mm-hmm. He's talking about like, you know, the big day, like the wedding day. Uh, and it makes sense, right? It makes sense in the marriage of like, he, it's him wrestling with these feelings. And there's also this other like aggressive part of the song. Um, that's like him kind of rebelling, you know, mm-hmm. of like his his spirit kinda rebelling and not wanting like to be like tied down, or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but that very much is like, I can't believe this is the greatest day of my life, but the only way I'm gonna survive this is to go crazy, right? Which is where we get the idea of like crazy in love. Um and so immediate thoughts on those on just the song lyrics.
1: I think the, the song lyrics like are actually very dense um uh, and I think you, you even explained it a little bit right now um just the because you know that that sense of wonder that's just like what does that mean like what does it going crazy mean um especially after yeah. talking about something so beautiful because craziness is kind of viewed as something very negative right mm-hmm. um and uh I think you know chance the prancer he, he chancer the dancer <laughs> chancer the dancer he gets it like he he understands that like Yes, this is beautiful. Yes, it's an it's an adventure, but um, I think you also kind of have to like lose a part of yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. And in that sense, like like that's the crazy part uh, to to know that you can survive um, in in such a state. Yeah, yeah. that, that is the only way to survive, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, for sure, for sure. And and I recognize like how one it's just crazy good songwriting and. Uh, and just honestly just very inspired Yeah um, I think um, But yeah when, And then So naturally I was thinking of like Well he's talking about like This covenant With his wife Right, right. But how, as we enter into any covenant Right um, You have to go about it with that spirit Right Because really The the A marriage between a man and a woman Is just a reflection of God's covenant with us Right mm um and so and so like that that same attitude is even magnified as we reflect like we enter into this covenant with god through the sacraments um and so how how do we survive a covenant with god Mm -hmm. right so talking about like one just the the reality of that, which is kind of crazy. Cause we look at the old Testament and you're like, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Like all the Moses, uh, Abraham, Abraham, um, you know, on the mountain stuff. Um, and it's like, that's crazy. And it's like, well, that's the same God that has made a covenant with us. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How do, how do you, how would you say that we quote, like survive a covenant with God?
1: Uh, it's tough because like, like in a sense in the very simplest sense like like we we really do nothing but like accept him you Mm -hmm. know and bring him into our life uh in the simplest sense Mm -hmm. in the more literal sense the act of doing that is is insane right Mm -hmm. and oh man this idea of uh of surviving i think um can be it can be uh, difficult to understand because obviously, like you know, Christ, you know, is the way, the truth, and the life. Like He wants us to live, like and yeah. live abundantly. Yeah. Um. You know, not so much like survive and go day by day. Right. But rather, um, this idea of like we are in this raging storm of God's mm-hmm. love. Like, it's, it's like with these these powerful winds and these these like crashing waves of God's love. And how can someone like so broken and and so, uh, wounded, uh, withstands such a loving storm. Yeah. Um, and the, the reality is, is that it's going to hurt, yeah. you know, and it's going to be very difficult to, to take on. And I think this, um, if, if you're someone that, that struggles to accept like compliments, if you're someone who struggles to, to like accept affection from others, mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be like even more true to you, especially, uh, because like in a sense, and there could be diff- many different reasons for it, but, like, in a sense, like, you feel like you're not worthy of that love. Mm-hmm. You feel like you don't deserve that love. Um, that love makes you uncomfortable. Uh, okay. it, it makes you antsy. And, um, you know, you just have to sit there and take it uh, yeah. and be completely open and, and train yourself. And there's going to be times where, you know, you're going to retreat, obviously, because, you know, they just, you just can't handle it. But yeah. the, the goal is to just not give up, right? And mm-hmm. to continue to pursue it, it was really funny because um, when uh, Father Col- uh, Thomas Kohler came uh, to Saint Anthony, um, the the priest, the, the Carmelite priest that I was talking about in the past episode, mm-hmm. um, after communion, we literally sat in silence for like five minutes. That's tight. And I I loved it, but like I could feel like the anxiety, yeah, and the restlessness of the people around me, right, right. And, uh, but we have to challenge ourselves to do that. We have to challenge ourselves to sit there in the silence and just let God love us no matter how uncomfortable it might be. Right. Yeah. And so like one, you know, it takes trust to survive this, this storm of love Mm -hmm. and, uh, it takes courage. Right. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'll pass it off to you right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And
0: And it ultimately takes courage and we look, we see that obviously because like what happens and this is the upcoming, uh, Sunday reading, when Moses encounters God with the burning bush, mm-hmm. it takes courage. If I see a burning bush and, you know, something's speaking to me, bro, it would take a lot of courage. Yeah, I'm running. Yeah, I'd be like, well, this, <laughs> this mountain's haunted like, or something. Like, bushes don't talk. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, what the hell is this? Uh And so it takes an incredible amount of courage um, to seek God mm. uh, and even then to decide to be in his presence and especially, and recognizing that, like, So the belief back then very literally was that if you saw the face of God, you were going to die. You're going to die. And then it also ties in as we, you know, we're going to talk about the transfiguration as well, because I mean, it's all full of like, you see God's glory and you're like, what is, what is my life right now? (laughs) Um, And so both Moses um, and the, the three disciples on the mountain recognize that like, I'm in the, I'm in the presence of the one true God. Yeah. You know, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, right. There's this terror that. And uh, Peter's like, let me put you in tents. Right. <laughs> He's like, uh, let's, let's make uh, altars. And, uh, but reckon, but we have to recognize that like that attitude should still be the same. If we're going to see the face of God, then we have to be ready to die. Right. Right. Because we can't, um, oh that's good
1: can you say that one more time for the one time
0: if we're gonna see the if we if we want to see the face of god we have to be ready to die mm. right uh and this is this idea just continues to unfold itself like in my life of like um create in me a clean heart oh god put a new and right spirit within me right yeah uh i think it's psalm 51 10 by but this idea that like if i want to see him then I need to be made holy and I can't be made holy by just myself. I need the life of the, of the son, right. Of Christ Jesus. I need his life. I need Mm -hmm. that new wineskin in order to see him in order to see his face and all of his beauty. Otherwise I can't like, I can't like, you know, God tells uh, Moses, like don't let the people on the mountain, if they even touch the mountain, They will die. They're going to die. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so, and we kind of talked about this, you know, in the previous episode, right. To see the father, right. That's why Jesus comes so that we, we take on Christ Jesus in order to see Mm -hmm. him. Um, and, uh, but yeah, that we have to be ready. We have to have the courage to lay our lives down. Right. It's in, it's in laying our lives down that we gain our new and eternal life in Christ Jesus. Right. Um, and that's where that contradiction comes because we see that parallel in marriage, right? Right. It's like you know the groomer is black because he's, in a sense, like this is his death. His no long his life is no longer his own, right? Uh, and and so if if we are to encounter God and really live out this covenant fully, then we have to have that spirit of abandon, yeah. right? That courage, and uh, and there's this just quote that I always think about by G.K. Ch- Chesterton, which I actually found it in. Uh, wild at heart by john eldridge mm-hmm. yeah uh, but low key it's the most fire part of this book <laughs> uh it's kind of long but it talks about courage right mm-hmm. um and this is in the chapter called uh, a battle to fight right so it's talking about like battle and you know man's desire to you know want to struggle and battle and fight and all that stuff so it says courage is almost a contradiction in terms it means a strong desire to to live taking the form of a readiness to die He that will lose his life, the same shall save it. It is not a piece of mysticism for saints and heroes. It is a piece of everyday advice for sailors or mountaineers. It might be printed in an alpine guide or a drill book. The paradox is the whole principle of courage, even of quite earthly or quite brutal courage. A man cut off by the sea may save his life if he will risk it on the precipice. He can only get away from death by continually stepping within an inch of it. A soldier surrounded by enemies, if he is to cut his way out, needs to combine a strong desire for living with a strange carelessness about dying. He must not merely cling to life, for then he will be a coward, and he will not escape. He He must not merely wait for death, for then he will be a suicide and will not escape. He must seek his life in a spirit of furious indifference to it. He must desire life like water, and yet drink death like wine dang fire yeah fire but it's that same idea right mm-hmm. uh well kind of what are your what are your thoughts like in kind of what we're talking about but with that quote in mind
1: this like this idea of like an indifference to death um i think is so important and i think the reason why it stuck with me is because I'm going through the, the Memento Mori uh, Lenten devotional with my adult confirmation class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like the one thing that they bring up in class is just like, dude, like this is, this is scary. <laughs> like, like yeah. death is scary. You know, just like it is, it is now like, but, but hopefully by the end of this, like it won't be like, hopefully mm-hmm. like there will be an indifference and there'll be this craving. Um, yes to live, but like also this craving to, to, you know, go back to the father. Right. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's a, and it's so weird because um, when I was going through a lot of like my mental health stuff, there was like a, like a memory from my childhood that came back. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like the second time I shared this with, with somebody. And now like, I guess this will be a way to share it with the world to whoever hey. listens. But um, when I was younger, I went on a family trip to uh, Boise. Uh, in idaho oh nice and uh there's like a little like river there and it's like you know a little like like a little um you know river rapid and it ends in like like this big park yeah and um i got i was there and i got on like this little like single floaty um and uh, as we were going like i'm running into like kind of like the corner like the side of the the river Mm -hmm. and there's like a bunch of like trees and and bushes that are kind of hanging over Mm -hmm. and so like my floaty gets caught like on this really thick branch and I flip over and I, and I fall into the water and like, dude, the water was freaking cold. Damn. Like, I mean, it felt like, like literally the wind got sucked out of me. Shoot. Um, and, uh, the thing is, is like the, wa- like the surface of the water and the branches and, you know, uh, things of the, the tree and bushes, um, were pretty much right next to each other. Even the, they're actually under the water. Uh, And so I fall under and like, I'm rolling through all these branches and stuff. I'm like, I'm getting like, you know, scratched up. Yeah. And like, I can't like get up for air because these branches are pushing me down. Yeah. And so like, I like, I grab onto a branch. Uh Um, and like, like I'm running out of breath and I'm thinking like, dude, like, like I'm about to die. Yeah. Like I like, (laughs) like this is it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I eventually like like my hands start slipping and I just I let go and then like I like I could say I can feel the air like leaving my lungs and like the bubbles coming out of my nose and stuff and then like immediately like I rise to the surface and like I just see this blue sky and I was just like holy crap (laughs) and uh, it's a thing that I've honestly been kind of like taking a lot of time to go back and reflect on that memory mm-hmm. and like this, this idea, like this fear that I had. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but in a sense it felt like a metaphor, you know, it was just like, oh, I was, yeah. I was holding on thinking that that was the one thing that was going to save me. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that, that was the one thing that was going to kill me, but yeah. like in letting go and surrendering and just like, yeah, like I, I rose to the surface and, and that, you know, in a sense, like it, it's a reminder of baptism, um you know coming into new life and uh but again there's that theme of like if you're gonna go to the father you have to be prepared to die like you mentioned it um like in marriage like why the groom wears black but also like in the sense when you just go to do like your regular confession you know like you have to like realize that when you go to confession you're prepared to die to your own self in these Mm -hmm. sins that you committed you know and like it's an act of courage because like you know, you're scared that you're going to mess up again. And you're scared yeah. that, that uh, um like it won't make a difference. But the reality yeah. is, is like God wants to encounter you and God wants you to die to yourself. Yeah. Uh, because that's, that's the way into life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. I'm shook. Uh, Yeah. And, and I think like from, from my end, like, this is this is a truth that like i am continually encountering and especially after reading Wild at heart and i recognize how my heart kind of longs for danger Mm -hmm. but i've lived such a safe life like i'm a city boy you know and um and and i and i realized that like god wants me to experience his his wildness Mm -hmm. right uh and and as i was you know looking for this quote in the book, I, I just stumbled across like a quote from John Elders, that Who would we be if Jesus wasn't wildly passionate, right? Yeah. If Jesus wasn't wild and passionate at his core and, uh, recognizing that the nature of God is just, is wild, right? He's a rushing river. Yeah. Right. And, and, That for so long, like, I just kind of lived in in my own little box, right? For so long, like, I just did not expose myself to just anything that would require any sacrifice or anything that, like, was dangerous. And so, like, in encountering this, and especially on net, um, just kind of being slapped with this truth Mm -hmm. of, like, if I want to survive a Christian life, and by survive, meaning actually live it fully, I... I need to seek my life with a furious indifference to it. Mm-hmm. I need to live my life and pray for the courage to just absolutely go all in to be crazy in love, yeah. right? Um and in a in a sense to disregard my well-being because in in thinking too much of my well-being I will just lose my life, all right? Right? All right. Um, I will not I will not like I'll be considered a suicide, right? I'll be considered mm-hmm. a coward. Um and so, I I constantly think of, of the transfiguration, right? So this past Sunday was uh, the gospel was the transfiguration, and how, and this is kind of where I immediately got this idea this episode of the episode because I can imagine. So obviously, I think most of us are familiar with with the the passage of the transfiguration, right? Where Jesus takes three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, uh, up a whole mountain. It's up a whole mountain. A <laughs> whole mountain. And, giant mountain uh and one, you know they're like falling asleep and that's when you know jesus starts speaking to um elijah and moses and and he starts freaking glowing and then after that which one it, there's his own like beautiful symbolism of like recognizing why were they sleepy is because it's probably happened at night right and then, you know, he shines literally in, in the darkness. And so they wake up and, you know, Peter says, like, it is it is well that we are here. Let us make, uh, let us make you know, three booths, one for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses, right? And he wants to stay and he's experiencing this joyful thing. And so this attitude of, like, Peter's looking at this, like, absolute fulfillment of his Jewish faith, right? That it's like, shoot, these are the people that have founded my religion that I am completely bought in, mm-hmm. And here's Jesus who is greater than any of them because he's freaking glowing. Yeah. And he's like, this is an incredible moment. I want this moment forever. Yeah, yeah. And recognizing that he needs to let that go. Right. That he want, like there's that good, but he needs to let that go. And we see kind of this, this moment of, of him, him experiencing that beauty and wanting to prolong it. Uh, and I just kind of just imagine like the thoughts of the disciples, like, cause after this as like they, once God speaks and says like, this is this is my son my chosen one listen to him mm-hmm. there it says like they're just silent like they yeah. just kept silent yeah and I can imagine just the thoughts right both the thoughts of terror of like shoot
1: like <laughs> oh man God just spoke to me <laughs> and I'm
0: still alive
1: yeah
0: um but also of, of wonder mm-hmm. of like you can imagine how how their hearts were racing and their minds were just, thinking about the mystery and the wonder of all of this of like what kind of life am I living right now right imagine them sleeping that night and like just like being like staying up and be like what the heck what kind of life am I living that I'm literally I've literally encountered God yeah on the mountain um and how in many ways when we experienced as well God's glory in a way like through healing yeah and the craziness of the christian life we think about like what the heck we take a step back and we realize the craziness of it um but any thoughts on that on like the the transfiguration how that relates into what we were talking about earlier
1: yeah i think oh man because like in a sense like we we see christ transfigured you know often in different ways in our lives right mm-hmm. and uh i don't know why this memory just came up to my mind but um at mount angel the rector he like he'll get a little emotional when he when he celebrates mass mm. right and like you know for most people like we're just kind of like oh there's you know so and so like <laughs> crying during consecration again <laughs> but i remember like i was in a uh, in the car with one of the seminarians from portland and like for whatever reason like that came up in in our topic yeah. er, in, like in discussion and um he was just like you know like i realized something crazy the other day when he was celebrating mass it's just like If this priest is acting in persona Christi and like Christ is present there in that moment, like, is that not Jesus crying out for my heart during the consecration? (laughs) And then I was like, oh, bruh!" (laughs) And uh, like you see like these these crazy things, like if we just if we were to just pay attention a little bit, if we were to go and just like reflect on our days on these these little beautiful things in our lives, like Mm. we would recognize like God, like God is here like yeah. god is here here and now um uh, because you know the incarnation of jesus christ like hasn't ended it continues to be mm-hmm. uh, throughout time and um uh like man like yeah that that sense of wonder right yeah. that sense of wonder just like 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 who are you really yeah like you know people tell me who you are but like who are you yeah um and even though it can be scary like you know, we have to be indifferent to that fear and just mm-hmm. dive in and, yeah. and follow him. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then that, and that brings us back to that, that same idea that if, um, once we experience kind of that, that wonderment of the greatness of God, we need to make that decision to let go. Right. And mm-hmm. whatever way that looks like, or to just jump in and dive in and, um, and that, in essence, is is the Christian life. If you want to live a devout Christian life, if you want to be crazy in love for Jesus, that like you have to, you know, you have to go crazy. Like that's the only way you're going to survive a covenant with God, mm-hmm. right? That's the only way you're going to survive this eternal union between you and the God who literally created everything, yeah. right? Uh, which, for whatever reason, wants an intimate relationship with us the only way you're going to survive is just come a complete surrender, um, which is just complete opposite of what we see in the church. Right. Uh, which I don't know for many reasons, right. For many reasons, I think for, I think we tend to, uh, we just, I don't know. We just overlook, like we just think like, Oh yeah. Like that's just old Moses and all yeah. that stuff. Um, but we don't realize that like that is the Christian life now, that that is still fulfilled now. Yeah. That, that the Old Testament is reflected like now, right? Um, and uh, and we just look into the church and we see we see Catholics who who are timid mm-hmm. about and and I myself like I'm you know the most timid out of anybody, right? But <laughs> um, and recognizing like how damaging that is to our relationship with oh, with sure. the Lord and how damaging that is to the culture. When we when we choose to be timid about our faith, yeah. when we choose to be timid about the one that we love or the one that loves us, right? Um, and how it it creates poverty among the just our entire community. Yeah, for sure. Right when we ourselves don't choose to be crazy in love with the Lord and to live out our lives in that crazy way. Cause again, what does that mean? That means you're going to look stupid sometimes, man, that there's been, (laughs) there's been, um, there's been a lot of times when like, you know, in, in trying to, to grow an intentionality, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I try to make it a thing to like, when I remember, I'm not the best at it. Right. To just ask people, how can I pray for them? Like in the secular world. Yeah. And, and there are times where that just leads to just weird interactions, man. Yeah. Sometimes people are like,
1: uh, Wait. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Uh,
0: but there are other times that like people will completely open up. Yeah. Right? Um, but we have to be willing to experience that. Maybe embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Right? We that to, awkwardness. Yeah, that awkwardness of like when you live a life like crazy in love for Jesus, like that's naturally going to come. Yeah, like worldly persecution is naturally going to come, but we are empowered with the Holy Spirit through the sacraments, right? Um, to be able to live that life out, right? That's how the early church survived, man. Like if they were not crazy in love, we would not have the Catholic faith, right? Yeah. Um, so, any other thoughts?
1: Just be courageous, man. Like, yeah. there is going to be awkward times, and the, and and you know. I think that's something that I needed here too, you know, for sure. Uh, Cause man, I care about what people think about me and I need yeah, to same. not care, you know, <laughs> but man, let's just, let's just be courageous. Like let's yeah. just put ourselves out there for, you know, for the Lord and, mm-hmm. and have faith that like he will work in the way that he needs to work mm-hmm. in us and in those around us.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think in doing that, the faith becomes more lively. Yeah. The faith becomes an adventure. Uh it's not just this and, and there are times when, you know, there is like kind of the mundane of of your interior life, like the daily thing of it, but to create it to, to look at it more as an adventure of like today God will ask your life of you, mm-hmm. right? Um and how are you how are you gonna how are you gonna hand it to him? How are you gonna give it to him? Yeah. Um, how are you gonna do that courageously? Um, I think that can only enhance our young adult communities for sure and just our parish life and all that stuff um cause i don't know i think we need it i think we we desperately need it but it's tough it's
1: oh yeah it's always gonna be tough it's always gonna be tough yeah but it's always gonna be worth it too
0: it is always gonna be worth it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, facts. that's facts that's facts any other thoughts
1: um Well, oh, i hope everyone's having a good lent I mean,
0: also hope everyone's got my good line. But, I mean, A, if you guys are down, Crusade Remix with Swords?
1: Crusade Remix?
0: Mm-hmm. Remix? Remix. Big Swords. Big Swords. Um. So, thank you again for listening. Please make sure to give us a rate. I don't know, make a comment or something on our Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah. We hope that you can live courageously, eat some fiber, and
1: act the fool